Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am Nicole Hub, your host, and I just want to welcome you back to this space with me, and I hope that your week is going well. I hope that you are doing well. Today is going to be a little bit different because I am doing my first, I guess you want to call it, installment of a series that I have been thinking about for a while where I just will share what is on my heart, what I'm feeling, kind of unfiltered, um, unscripted, just like my thoughts, my heart about how being intentional in different areas of of my life is like how it's playing out kind of in real time <laughs> is what is what I what is my idea about it is just that like, yes, we are on this journey. I am on this journey of becoming an intentional woman, but also there are levels to this. Yes. Amen. There are levels to this. Uh, so just giving kind of like a real time behind the scenes in the process kind of conversation about, okay, what am I experiencing right now and how I am doing my level best to look for God's hand and to see his hand in the circumstance, in the situation that I'm dealing with currently. Uh, so it's what it's called is Confessions of an Intentional Woman. <laughs> All right. So that's why this episode is called that. And it's the first of I, what I hope to be many where I could just share my heart um, and maybe even have some other um, women come on and just share like, you know, quick, like about what they are dealing with and how they are see- intentionally like seeking God to help them through, um, sustain them and to strengthen them in what they're in. So today I want to talk about one of the areas in my life where I have found it the hardest to be consistent. And if you listen to a couple of podcast episodes before, you know that in the intro, I talk about how this is a space where we're trying to become intentional and it's where faith meets consistency. And that isn't just because I, I thought it sound cute, but it's really the truth because I really believe that in order to be intentional, you have to first be consistent. In order to be consistent, you have to have faith in the thing that you're trying to be consistent in that is going to work for you. So all of that went into that kind of like tagline. And it is honest. It's a real honest truth for me because I realized that I am horrible at follow through. Like I'm horrible at being consistent. Like it's the first of the month when I'm recording this podcast today. And of course the first of the month is like, yeah, all these ideas of what you're going to do, how you're going to be and what you're going to accomplish. And I'm that person. Like I would do those things. I would have all these lists and things. And then by the 10th, I done not done anything. You know what I'm saying? Or I've done it for a couple of days, but then I've, I've fallen off and never get the momentum to kind of pick it up and, and do it again. Uh, so I have been really thoughtful about that characteristic in me and the fact that like, if I really want to continue to grow in my faith and continue to be productive, continue to be impactful, continue to be effective, like I have to be consistent. So the area that I'm talking about today is motherhood. 
If you follow me on social media, you may have seen that this past weekend I celebrated the birthday of my eldest son, King Langston, and he turned four years old. And it has been a journey over these last four years and I and what I suspect to be a journey for the next, you know, uh, 14 or so years that God has really just shown me how his relationship with us is so mirrored by our relationship with our children and certainly becoming a mother was one of those things where I knew that I wanted always wanted to become a mother but I don't think that I always and I, and I knew my relationship with my mother and I knew the relation the mother daughter the relationship that my siblings had with my mom and with my dad as parents and from that you know what you don't want to do um so but you never um kind of really get the think about like the all the nuances of it and everything it takes to show up every day full or trying to present your full self every day to be the best for you and ultimately for your children. And I have just really realized that being consistent is the one thing that children need. And I know that that's something that I lack, but I didn't identify as consistency. I always uh, more so said that stability and security was the, were the things that I kind of lacked growing up. And I had those things before I had my child. Or, you know, I made sure that that, that that was on lock before I brought my child into the world. But there is also this other layer of being consistent and being in the things that you're trying to teach your child and who it is that you want your child to become. And as a mother, as a woman, like it is difficult because you love because your love for your child sometimes just takes overwhelms you and it just takes over like even the discipline factor because it's like oh I don't want to hurt them you know oh they're just a baby and then I have boys so it's even hard as I've heard um for mom and their boys like it's just a whole different dynamic of a relationship so it's hard for me at times to discipline in a very consistent always type of way um so I have really been struggling the last the last couple of months especially like being now being home full time with the boys I have to be careful not to allow the current circumstances of what's happening in the world and the fact that you know we can't get out as much we can't go to the playgrounds we can't go to the stores you know we can't you know go visit family as freely as we would like especially as the months get warmer and now it's summertime I have to reconcile with that often that you know what, this is an adjustment for them. And one thing I will say is that children are resilient. Like they are super, super resilient. So I definitely credit that to them. As long as they they are in in a safe place where they know that the person that they are with loves them and cares for them, they can adapt. They surely can adapt. Uh, But back to the point is that I've been having to, you know, make sure that I'm checking myself, that I'm not getting easily frustrated and I'm not getting easily irritated or that I'm not, you know, being quick with them just because I'm just over it or I just need a break or I'm just super tired because my boys are up every day by 7 a.m., sometimes as early as like 6 o'clock, 6.15, Lucas, most of the time. So it, it, it day in and day out, that begins to wear on you. And confession time my boys do spend two days a week outside the house at a sitter someone that we love dearly who is now sitter city not even a sitter like an adoptive grandmother to our children and she takes care of my boys very well has had kings for since he was nine months old um and she now takes care of them so that's two days a week that i do have a, a days where i'm free however and let's talk about that there was definitely some guilt around that because you feel like well, if I'm home, why am I why am I sending my kids somewhere else? And I just had to really and after talking to some other friends and talking to my husband and even talking to Ma V, the sitter, like you need that time. 
Don't feel bad about it if you need to, if you need to be able to give yourself space and also give your kids space. I'll be telling them sometimes I like they I just think that the boys are tired of me, like especially that Lucas child. I just like I think that he's tired of me. He just need a break. So your kids need a break from you just as much as you need. You need time away from them as well. That does not mean that you love them any less. That does not mean that you don't want to be around your kids. It doesn't mean that you are not a, that you're not a capable mother and that you're not able to care for your children in any circumstance. But if you have the option, if you have the ability and someone that you trust, someone who is safe, someone who can who can be trusted with your children, who have shown themselves trustworthy, if they are offering, allow that help and receive the grace. And though I'm not working full-time outside of the home, there is still this level of, it takes a lot to take care of your children day in and day out. And I don't know if, you know, a lot of people respect that or value that or even see that for for moms who stay at home. But I just want to see say to every stay-at-home mom, like I see you praying for you and I know that and know that your children love you and I know that you're doing your very best. And I pray that the Lord will continue just to grace you to do what he has literally called you to do. And in this, so for me, during this time where I am home with the boys and I'm trying to figure out like how do I make this good for everybody sometimes I find myself just being super like lackadaisical in my in my approach with the boys where I am kind of not letting just kind of like letting them do not whatever but you know just not not just, I just don't want to be fussing all day. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be fussing all day. I don't want to be yelling all day. I don't want them crying all day. You know what I'm saying? So certain, so you just do certain things just so you notice you can avoid it. You know, but then it comes the time where you really want them just to listen, just to do, but because you've been kind of laxed all day, now they're kind of looking at you like, oh, are you serious? Do you mean it? So it's that constant battle. And I read something the other day that said, like, as you're creating a kingdom family, which me and my husband, you know, we are, we are desiring to do is like make our family a kingdom family with a kingdom mindset for serving God. It's like the husband, he sets the standard, the wife, she maintains the standard and the children, they follow the standard. And that, when I saw that, I was like, wow, like Nicole, that is like consistency all day long, like maintaining the standard. That means that, okay, daddy gets to say, like, no watching TV while they're eating because they're taking way too long to eat. Like, they're not focused and, you know, it's just taking too long. It's like, no reason I take them 30 minutes to eat dinner. You know what I'm saying? So now, when daddy's not home, for, when he's not for most meals, at least two meals out of the day, he's not there. Then it's like, okay, now I have to maintain the standard. That means that even if we're watching TV before lunch is put on the table, now I have to turn it off. You know, and then that ensues, like, the, me- the whining and the meltdowns and all that stuff and I have to deal with it but that is my call you know what I'm saying like that is my responsibility as a mother and as the wife to maintain the standard and I just you know I'm just telling you guys that sometimes it's hard it's hard you know um it's hard to maintain the standard, especially when you are tired, when life is just happening, when you just, in your mind, you just need a break, you just need some time. And then also because you just want, you just love your children and you just, you just want them to be good. Like you don't want them to be upset. You don't want them to be mad at you. You know, that's just the honest and goodness truth. So that is just one thing that I have just really been, you know, dealing with. And then also with, you know, our oldest son, he is just super verbal and like King tells you what he wants, what he doesn't want, when he wants to wait. You know, so it's also this diligence in finding a lay, uh, a respectable 
balance for him where he can still feel like he can come to us and express and say what he needs to say, but also allow him to know that there is a level of, that, like there's a tone of voice. There is a way that you ask. There's a way that you say certain things. So day in and day out, teaching that and instilling in that. And literally my husband came down to us last night and was like, after getting King ready to band was like, you know, parenting is hard. And y'all, it is not, it is. Parenting is very hard. Being a mother is very hard. So I don't want you to to think that because you're having a hard day or because you're having that thought that you're an anomaly or that you're by yourself, you're not. But I can tell you this, that you are grace for this. My husband often shares this scripture and it's in Hebrews 12, 11, And it says, no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So that is something that I hold on to. And even in the moments where I have to discipline the boys. And listen, I come from a, a home where you know, spanking was a norm like that happened. And I have to now, you know, begin to also think about, okay, just because my parents did it, does it mean it has to happen? Is it always necessary? Is there a better way to do it? So even like having those conversations and sometimes it's hard, you know, thinking about an alternative or another way to get the answer or the response that you want out of your children. But I have actually, you know, really enjoyed or really, really just appreciated the other aspects of disciplining your child as a parent for children and like reading other people's ideas of how they discipline their children and you know having open conversations with my husband about you know why are we doing this like do we want to continue to do this we've all you know we've all always kind of just been like we don't ever want to you know pop them out of anger and things like that and I've had my moments where I've had to go back and apologize because I was upset you know what I'm saying when I you know when I pop king or you know things like that so it's not above me. I am learning. I am all definitely in this process. And I just, again, I've just been grateful for the different perspectives from women that I love in my life, who I respect. And then also just, you know, resources that I find, you know, on, in, on the internet and things like that and books and stuff that I read. So you have to learn what, what works for you and your family. And then also you got to know your kids. Listen, you got to know your kids because some kids, they don't need all that. Like literally, my mother used to tell you back in the day, my family's always say like, you ain't even got to hit Nikki because you got, all you do is talk to her real good and the crocodile's head is going to fall. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was that. I, I had other siblings and other cousins who was just like stone faced. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that stuff didn't, that didn't phase them. You know, so you got to know, at the end of the day, you have to know your kids. So don't allow, you know, your own past and, and other people's, you know, perceived judgments or things like that to deter you from, you know, looking for alternatives or figuring out what works best for you and your family and you and your child, because you are their mother and you are more than able, you are more than capable of determining how to discipline them in a way that the Bible says will produce a peaceful harvest, a harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So it's working for you, mama. It is working for you moms out there. It's working for me. I'm encouraging you you as I encourage myself. So that is my confession for today. The confession of an intentional woman who is learning to be consistent in the discipline of her children. And I have read something I want to say on IG and it was just a light bulb that went off in my head. And I think it was literally last week that I saw it. And it says that it talked about discipline. And it was just saying that the the root word of discipline is is disciple. Like you are responsible for discipling your children 
And if we take on that mindset, I think it allows us to have a little bit more grace for ourselves, which allows us to have more grace for them. Because a disciple, when we think about Jesus and his disciples, like they follow, they did what they what they saw. You know what I'm saying? They followed the instructions because they were with him and they saw how he lived his life, how he moved about amongst the people and with his healings and the miracles and just being and just honoring his father. So us, as we receive the grace of God and who he's called us to be and how much he just loves us and how his grace just calls us into closer fellowship and communion with him and calls us to want to please him and honor him with our lives. As we live that out and walk that out in front of our children, I believe that the discipline will actually become less in that sense of like, when you, when you think about the word discipline, like meaning like having hard conversations, you know, going toe to toe, confronting those things within your children that are not good, that are not good um, characteristics to have like we can we can be more compassionate in it and say you know what well where are they seeing that or where are they hearing that or like what am I doing to kind of like rouse up that in their little spirits um so what can I do different to model and to show them that you know there is a better way or this is like the be- another option to to express how they're feeling or to um yeah, so just express how they're feeling because, you know, at this age, they just everything is just an expression of actually of how they feel. So it's a, a matter of us just handling them well in that expression. So the discipleship, we are discipling our children so we can receive the grace to follow the father. And as he leads us, then we can lead our little ones as well. So thank you all for listening in. I hope that this freed some mamas up. I hope it encouraged you. I hope that you felt some freedom and some grace in this conversation today. And just to let you know that you're not by yourself. We are all navigating this thing together. Women who never thought they would be at home with their children during this time, you know, they are grateful for one, but then also see the the difficulty that it has just day in and day out. And they want to make sure that they are being the best for their children. And I know from the years that I worked where I was had like a dual life, like I was like a hybrid. I worked full time, but then I also worked from home and I had my boys with me. So I've been living this kind of like work from home life with kids for a little bit, a little bit while now. So I'm a little bit, uh, I don't want to call myself a pro, but I'm not new to this. <laughs> um, so even in this season now, like not having to work and still being home and, you know, just like, oh, this is still a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? So it is, it is definitely just new for everybody we're navigating it but just know that you're doing well receive the grace receive the help of those that you love and those that you trust um to, to take care of your children and then also set aside some time for yourself try to do that to you know this is the beginning of a new month try to try something different Start with 30 minutes a day where you are going to do something for yourself and if you miss one day make a promise that you can't miss two Okay, let's promise ourselves that 30 minutes where you're just going to do something for yourself, whether that is go take a walk or whether that is to sit in the tub, whether that is to eat some ice cream, whether that to sit on the back porch or the front porch and just look at the stars and look at the sunset. 30 minutes. Do that for yourself, because I know that when you feel good about yourself, when you feel like that you've done something for yourself in a day, not to feel like you have done everything for everybody else. And at the end of the day, you can't think of one thing that you did for yourself. And that helps to prevent resentment and bitterness and being upset at everybody because you feel like nobody gave you the opportunity to do with something that you need to do. So take your time, reclaim your time, 30 minutes. Let's try to do that for the month of July. And I hope that today you are encouraged, that you feel loved and that you feel seen because I see you. (laughs) 
I see you, sis. And I love you. And I know that your children love you as well. Keep doing it. Keep mothering to the best of your ability and leaning on the father to give you strength to continue on the journey. Let's pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and everything that you've already done in it. God, we thank you for your power and for your strength that's made perfect in our weakness. God, we thank you for the gift that is our children, your children, God, the ones that you woven together, God, and, and put in our womb, God, and uh, allowed them to come to this earth, God, to to have impact, to have power, God, to have dominion over your creation. So God, we thank you for their lives and we thank you for everything that they would do as we are obedient to you and raising them in your fear and in your knowledge. God, we pray that you would strengthen this, your daughters, God, strengthen us all, God, to do what you called us to do and, and to reveal the layers of strength, God, and to reveal the layers of capability, God, reveal the layers, Lord Father God, of your love and your truth so that we can, God, be who you've called us to be, so we can be examples so that we can disciple our children, Father, in the way of you. God, knowing that it's going to produce a harvest, God, this right living, God, will produce a harvest for them in their lives and that they will be blessed and that they will rise up, Father, as your word says, and call us blessed. We love you, God, and we give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Talk to y'all later. Love y'all. Be encouraged. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you are inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I could pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG or submit a prayer request at theintentionalwomanco.com. And until next time, remember... If we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.